Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host, Joe Garrix, coming to you from the Fairfield Comedy Club with our headliner tonight, Christian Finnegan. Christian, thank you so much for being here. Joseph, thank you for having me. Uh, I, I mentioned this uh, while I was hosting the early show uh, where you, you destroyed uh, that I, I have been very excited to have you back at the club. Um, Thanks, man. Y- you're I just a comic that. that I really admire. I think you just, you know. That's really nice of you to say. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I always tell people nice things when they come on the podcast, but this it's one nice I genuinely mean, mean. It's nice even if you don't mean it. It's just nice <laughs> to hear nice things. Yeah. Well, no, I, I do mean it. And I, yeah, so I was excited. And Thanks, man. Yeah, it was a great set. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so very excited to have you. Um, I'm kind of curious because I feel like, you know, you have been doing this for a long time and you're very good at it and i'm just wondering like are you still learning things are there still things like you're picking up like are are there times when you're like oh that's cool oh absolutely i mean sometimes i I, in many ways i feel like i used to be better than i am now like that's maybe not true i'm more skilled now at certain things like i i feel much more unflappable on stage Mm -hmm. i'm better at crowd work i'm better at being in the moment and things like that but i don't necessarily have that uh i don't know hubris for lack of a better word uh you know that sort of joyful ignorance yeah um that i think propelled me a lot you know in in certain ways i i feel like i took dumber material to the stage a long time ago because I didn't question it as much. Yeah. Like sometimes I think you can overthink yourself into almost uh, paralysis, which is something I kind of struggle with now, you know? Um, and I feel like, you know, when I first, not when I was first starting, but when I was just headlining, you know, when I, when I was finally at the stage where I would consider myself like a real comic, but I hadn't kind of gotten older yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's when I felt like I was just a font of material all the time. And now sometimes I feel like I have to uh, fight the desire to question myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's that's interesting. I One of the things that, I, you know, when I think about kind of your material and what I like about it is you, I think, talk about things that are important. You like, you know, reference things that are going on in the world just in a way that I think is not offensive it's clever it makes people think but it's thank you i i have to i have to it's it's a that's something i i struggle with a lot especially right now and you know with a there's a lot going on in the world world you know yeah um i know sometimes audiences don't want to hear it you know and i want to try to let them know like hey i'm gonna talk about politics here but i promise you if you just unfold your arms you're not even if I say something you don't agree with, I promise there's jokes here. This isn't going to turn into like yeah. a rant. Yeah. Like, you know, I promise you that I'm still treating it as comedy. You're going to get some laughs out of it, even if you don't agree with it or whatever. But I would imagine um, there's some people who can't even get over that. In, no, in that's a lot what I'm saying. Situations. You see it on people's faces immediately, you know, and, and, uh, and there's this, oh, fuck. You're, uh, you're going to talk about, you're going to make fun of me, aren't you? You know, because I support Trump. And yeah, I am. But... <laughs> I will do it in a way like uh, my version of respecting an audience like that is that I'm not I'm not going to bring up a topic like that without some jokes behind it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that are funny that you will laugh at even if you don't agree with them. That's sort of my hope, at least. Yeah. I well, And and I appreciate that. I, I'm, you know, because I think as I develop as a comic, I'd like to be talking about, you know, things that are important or that matter. But I find it's it, it's a challenge. So I'm wondering, like when you were younger and you were kind of like a font of material, were you already 
you know, focused on those kind of things? Were you, was that something that you were talking about at that point? And was that? No, I, th- I think some of it is just a little bit of, some of it's getting older, you know, um, that, you know, my first album, it's dance clubs and, you know, being horny. And, you know, it's the talking about primarily the topics that people in their 20s talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, as I've gotten older, you start to be a little more engaged. And also the world it's funny to say this when the Iraq war was going on and, and all that, but it, things didn't seem as heavy mm-hmm. then, yeah. even though they were, I guess. But things are obviously much more explosive right now. And, yeah. and I, I don't want to bum people out. I'm not up here to be, you know, uh, I'm not a town crier. I'm not here to lecture people. But with everything going on, it feels absurd to not ever mention it yeah you, you know what i yep. mean like like this is whether no matter where you stand on some of these ideas like this is a crazy year we're going to be entering yeah. into right now and to not mention it at all feels a little nuts i would i would say sometime or definitely my my third album uh the fun part is where i definitely started leaning into that kind of stuff more yeah um and now i like i said i try to always I try to make dumb I try to make dumb jokes about smart things and smart jokes about dumb things. Yeah. Is sort of my goal. So that it's never if it's po- if it's politics, I'm going to find a way to work a fart joke in there. <laughs> and if it's farts, I'm going to try to find a historical reference that yeah. gets run there. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting way to go about it. Um so so as you like is it something because you know when you have like the idea does it just come out or do you feel like you have to be more careful about stuff like that? Is, is there um, any like well i mean like are you thinking oh if i don't phrase this right or deliver it right it's gonna you know yeah well and that's that's one of the challenges too is that you know i used to go on the ro- road more than i do i i miss it i haven't been on the road as much in the last few years um but one thing i you know when i used to do the road a lot in earnest a lot of times I would be performing in clubs where I knew most of the people in the audience didn't agree with me. Like I knew it, but, uh, so I would kind of avoid talking about things. And now I, 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 I don't want to do that as much now. Mm-hmm. If I'm performing in front of a crowd who I know disagrees with me on things, I want to at least at some point be like, Hey, by the way, this person you've been laughing at, you know, who's been making you laugh for the last half an hour also, hey, fuck you. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah. you know, like I, I made you like me. I would never <laughs> start with that. But it's like I do want to make it clear that, you know, hey, I know we're all having laughs and we can relate and I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. But you're supporting fascism. Now back to the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Just get it in quick. Yeah. In and out, yeah. <laughs> so when you're on the road, are there any like particular cities that you like or particular areas that where you enjoy or you feel like? Sure. It, it, um when I go on the road, um, there's generally three criteria uh, when it comes to like road clubs. There is, do I like the audiences? Like, are the audiences like smart and receptive and, mm-hmm. and friendly and all that? Two, do I like the club itself? Like, is the staff nice? Is it run professionally and all that? Three, do I enjoy the city? Do I enjoy being in that place during the day when yeah. I have nothing to do? Very, very few clubs check all three of those boxes. <laughs> Uh, but DC Improv yeah. is one of the few. That's probably my favorite club. That's where I I did my first album and my most recent one. Oh wow! Okay. Um, 
for me, that's a real kind of sweet spot. That's one of the first comedy clubs I ever went to because I went oh, to really? school at Georgetown. Oh, man, you were um, spoiled then because that's like one of the few clubs that not one of the few one of the few clubs that I play were that I feel like is more receptive to a slightly more alt sensibility mm -hmm. than a lot of traditional clubs. Not that I'm like a, a, an alt comic necessarily. Yeah. I, I've been doing this for 25 years almost, and I still don't know, am I the mainstream alternative comic or am I the alternative <laughs> mainstream comic? Like I, I, I'm, I exist somewhere in that mid period, you know? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not ever going to be Gabriel Iglesias, but I'm not going to be, you know, Tignataro either. I'm somewhere in between yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I do like DC, you know, first of all, just cause the kind of people who end up going to DC, they tend to be, you know, nerds. Yeah. Um, like not, not like there's a certain, not like, like Star Wars nerds, but political like public stuff, service nerds. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kind of sits over that whole city. They're smart and they're not cool. Yep. <laughs> and cool people are the worst <laughs> audience wise. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so DC over New York, although New York is weird. I feel like New York's a mix of getting well, New, New York, York audiences depends, or you know, where you are. Yeah. You can walk a block and the audience is completely different. Yeah. You know? Anywhere like out west, uh you know, I don't have a ton of experience performing. I mean, not not recently at least. I mean, San Francisco's fun, mm -hmm. although I haven't been there in years, and I bet it's less fun now than it used to be. I mean, I, I feel like uh there's a helicopter. Can you hear that? Oh, I think that's probably or, there is, is, is it an actual helicopter? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. That's exciting. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Maybe someone's taking so a helicopter to, to the this, nine o'clock show. That is a show. helicopter. Yeah, you're you're not high. You're not. <laughs> well, you might be not, high. You might be high. You, might you be should be. We recommend that uh, yes. for the show. <laughs> Just hit yourself in the head with a hammer. Um, uh, San Francisco. I, I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't really played in, in San Francisco. I feel like the the tech world has sort of just completely taken over that city in the past five or six years. Yeah. So I wonder if it's as fun as it used to be. Um, but you know, obviously, San Francisco is just a cool town to hang out in. Yeah. Uh, Seattle. I haven't been in years, but I love Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. I went to Seattle for my honeymoon. Super romantic. <laughs> I went to Utah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We I edged you out there, but we loved Seattle. I I thought it was just like a great a cool great city. Yeah. And it's actually it's one of those towns. It's actually a little cooler now that it's no longer the cool town in a way. Yeah. That the heat is off it. So, but as a result. It's got a good character to it. There's yeah. like a certain like there's certain towns that have like a certain character or energy, and Seattle's one of them. I feel like New Orleans is similar. Like oh, you yeah, go New there Orleans. and you're just like, there's something special happening in this place. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, and this is my very elitist, condescending attitude, but I feel like there's only about ten cities in America that have their own flavor, and everything else is just sort of Walmart brand city. You know, yeah. like, not that's maybe overstating it, but that that they're kind of all the same. Yeah, but you know. Obviously, Chicago has its own thing. New Orleans has its own thing. You know, Seattle has its own thing. But, you know. Phoenix, obviously. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Christian, again, I, I just want to thank you for, you know, being oh, here tonight for doing you. the podcast. It's, it's always it. a, a pleasure. And I hope we can have you back for both soon. Yes. Uh, should I promote that? Yeah, album? please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, I had an album that came out a few months ago called 60% Joking. It is available anywhere in the and any any way that you would absorb music or comedy you can find it yeah and it's i uh bought it the day it came out and loved it oh, i thanks, uh still on You're my repeat one. so uh yeah <laughs> all right well christian thanks again guys check out the album christian appreciate it thanks joe peace <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.